to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everybody. Today... I want to share with you guys one of the main one of the main reasons why I stopped binge eating. And I have shared my story in different um in different contexts, right? Like many of you guys know my background of uh being a health and fitness coach. Many of you guys know my background of competitively dancing. So Many of you guys know my story in like bits and pieces, but there is something that has drastically helped me get to this point where I stopped binge eating. And I want to share this with you guys because I know that this is going to be super valuable for you guys. So this might not shock you, but I think this is a very important conversation to have. One of the main reasons why I am binge free today, why I stopped binge eating is because I focused on healing my relationship with food. And, and now you you guys might be like, well, no, duh, Lorna. Like, obviously, if you healed your relationship with food, like, of course, you're going to be binge free. But what I mean is this. What I mean is this. I When I say I prioritize my relationship with food, I prioritize my relationship with food over how I look. Many of you guys know I grew up competitively dancing. I was surrounded by ballerinas and people that were in such small bodies. And I was desperate to fit in. I wanted to look like her. I wanted to be front and center, right? So I did everything that I could to be in this small little tiny ballet body. When I started becoming a, when I started learning more health and fitness, I, I was like a tiny, tiny, tiny little dancer. And I was like, I want to, I want to build muscle. Like I, I want to, I don't want to just be like tiny. Like I, I want to be strong. Like I want to have shape. I want to have muscle. So I started learning more about health and fitness in the gym. And I started working out. And when I got myself really good results, I wanted to become a personal trainer. So I became a personal trainer and I started, you know, obviously um, helping other clients and all the things. So it was very hard for me to release this identity of I need to look a certain way. I even got into a point where I did bodybuilding competitions because I was so desperate to change the way that my body looked. And so when I say I healed my relationship with food, I prioritized my relationship with food, that meant above the way that I looked. I spent years and years and years and years focusing on losing weight and the way that I looked. But what I realized is if I wanted to really stop my binge eating, if I wanted to really have a healthy relationship with food, I needed to prioritize my relationship with food above the way that I looked. Now, this didn't mean that I didn't have health and fitness goals. That didn't mean that I just stopped working out. It was none of that. I actually 
I actually, I actually became healthier. I became so much healthier when I stopped focusing on the way that I looked because I was actually taking care of myself. I worked out and I moved my body in ways that was fun versus I need to go on the treadmill for an hour and I need to do this weight training workout and I need to go for a walk so I can get X amount of steps. Like it was none of that. It was like, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to prioritize my relationship with food over the way that I look. And I have so many clients that I work with who they still have health and fitness goals. They still want to, you know, lose weight and, and change their body. There's nothing wrong with that but they are willing to prioritize their relationship with food above that because they know like I have literally spent X amount of years restricting myself, saying no to, you know, going out for dinner, saying no to the chocolate. Like I don't want to do that anymore. And they are starting to realize that like, I actually want to live my life. And if I just keep restricting myself and if I just keep on, you know, depriving myself, like that's actually not going to help me fix my relationship with food. If I just focus on the number on the scale, that's actually not going to help me stop binge eating. So I got to a point where I was like, I need to focus on my relationship with food first and foremost. And I was willing to do that because I was just tired. I was burnt out of tracking my food. I was burnt out of being on these diet plans. I was so burnt out of dieting and restricting, like I just wanted to live my life. And this was a huge part. So that was like really like the first thing I prioritized my relationship with food above the way that I looked. Okay. The other thing was I was willing to change how I spoke to myself. Man, oh man. After every single binge, I remember beating myself up. I remember calling myself names like, you're such an idiot. You know, you're so stupid. Like, why'd you do this? You know, you're going to regret it. Let me know if you guys can relate. Like, you know, this, this negative self-talk. And I am not a spiritual coach. I'm a binge eating coach. So I remember, I remember like just beating myself up. And I've I've always been... Um, you know, I was always that person that was very hard on myself. I was always that type of person that, you know, it was really good in the sense that I've always wanted to become better. I had these very high expectations of myself and that was really good because I've always pushed myself to become better. I wanted to be the best at everything. And that was like a positive thing, but it also became quite negative where it was like, I was so hard on myself. You know, I would compare myself to where other people were. You're, you're so far behind, like you need to be further along, like whether it was like comparing my body to other people, whether it was, you know, comparing um, my relationship, comparing my business, like wherever it was always like you could be doing more. And I was so hard on myself. And especially after a binge, it's like, Lorna, come on, you know better. Like you shouldn't have given in. Like, why'd you do that? You're so stupid. So instead of letting myself go down that negative spiral, I decided to change the way that I spoke to myself and deciding that I was going to speak to myself differently played such a huge role in me becoming binge free. Did This didn't mean that I didn't have negative thoughts. This didn't mean that I doubted myself, 
of course I had moments where I was like, oh, frustrated, like, oh, I binged again. But instead of you're so stupid, you're such an idiot, I reminded myself that I was on a journey. I reminded myself that things aren't going to be perfect. I reminded myself that I'm learning different tools and I'm going to give myself grace. I'm going to give myself self-compassion. I am choosing to not beat myself up because self-beat up just literally it like propels the binge cycle. So whenever I started to notice that I was like speaking negatively to myself, whether it was like, oh, look at your arms, look at yourself in that photo. Whenever I would start to notice that my mind would go down these loops of like, you're not good enough or, you know, why did you binge? Like, you're so stupid. When I noticed that, I took a pause and I'm like, what, what is a more empowering thought? Like, I I don't want to say those thoughts to myself anymore. Like, uh, what new thought can I choose instead? And this takes intentionality. This takes presence. This takes patience. This takes awareness. But it changed my life. If you are somebody who is constantly speaking to yourself negatively, you're not good enough. You don't look like her. Why did you binge? You're never going to get there. You struggled with this for way too long. Oh, and you also have... You know, you also struggle with other things. So you're, you're, you're going to be the exception. If you speak to yourself in that negative way, then it's really going to be hard to have self-confidence. It's going to be really hard to believe in this process and your ability to conquer binge eating. I always say this to my clients and I say, if you constantly tell yourself like, this is so hard, like I'm a failure, this isn't going to work for me. It's not. But if you change your language and you say, you know, I am choosing to be more kind to myself. I'm going to choose to forgive myself. I am choosing to think different thoughts that will change your life. So that was a huge aspect of like changing the way that I spoke to myself. Hello, you guys. I just want to take a few minutes here to share some very exciting masterclasses that I have coming up for you guys. There are two that I am just so incredibly excited for that so many of you guys have already jumped into, and I want to let you guys know a little bit more of the details. So the first masterclass that I have coming up is called Rewire Your Brain to Stop Binge Eating you might be wondering, why the heck do I binge? Why do I eat past fullness? Why can't I just stop when I'm full like normal people? Why do I keep giving into the urge to binge when I know I shouldn't? Perhaps maybe you've even tried to just think your way out of a binge or rely on motivation or willpower to stop binge eating. But ending binge eating is not about willpower or motivation. Binge eating is a habit that's been ingrained into your brain through repeated action. And this is why it is so important to rewire your brain to stop binge eating. So inside of this first masterclass, you are going to learn the number one reason why you binge and why learning this will be foundational to stopping binge eating for good how to stop blaming your binges on stress or being overwhelmed, how to rewire your thoughts around food so you can stop seeing food as good versus bad, how to rewire your beliefs around conquering conquering binge eating so you can feel so excited and so full of hope that you can conquer, and most importantly, how to rewire your brain out of the yo-yo diet binge cycle. So if right now you are impulsive with food, it feels like you're going through this out-of-body experience when you binge, you can't stop eating when you're 
full and you keep giving into your binge urges, this masterclass is for you. This Rewire Your Brain Masterclass will be happening on Thursday, August 31st at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Attending live is not required. You will get lifetime access to the masterclass. So that is really the first masterclass on how to rewire your brain. You can either join that one separately or I have a second masterclass called Control Your Crazy Cravings. So right now you probably know the importance of honoring your cravings so that they don't intensify into binge urges, but you might be like, Lorna, every time I give into my cravings, I feel out of control. And you know that restriction is not the answer. So like, how the heck and Bob do I allow myself to eat my favorite foods without spiraling into a binge? So this is exactly what I'll be teaching you inside this masterclass on how to control your crazy cravings. You're going to learn what a true craving is and how to distinguish a craving from an urge to binge or just the desire to eat when you're bored or stressed, the different types of cravings that you need to be aware about and how to honor them in a controlled way, how to manage and navigate cravings during the day, at night, on the weekends, how to say no to certain cravings when you know certain foods don't make you feel well without feeling deprived. And how to work in sync with your brain so that you don't end up on a sugar high all week long after eating something sweet. So if one bite of something sweet sends you into a binge and you just can't stop or at one or two cookies, then this masterclass is for you. This masterclass will be happening on September 5th at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And again, attending live is not required. So you can either join one of the masterclasses, rewire your brain to stop binge eating, or control your crazy cravings, or there is a special masterclass bundle where you get to join both masterclasses at a lower rate where you do save quite a bit of, of money. So again, you can either join one of the masterclasses or you can bundle them up and you can join both of them. Again, the difference is rewiring your brain is really to get you out of the restrict diet binge cycle. And if you're very impulsive, out of control with food, control your crazy cravings is more to control your craving so that it doesn't send you into a binge so that you can have your favorite foods without spiraling into a binge and feeling out of control with food. So they do, they are, um, they are very good to go together. That's why there is a bundle because both topics are incredibly important because if you don't know how to honor your cravings, it will turn into a binge and you will be very impulsive. So this is why I put a bundle together. If you want to jump into both of them, you can take a look in the show notes for all the details, but without further ado, let's just go ahead and keep diving into today's episode. Be sure to check out the link down below in the show notes for all the details on these two masterclasses. Okay. Another thing that helped me become binge free was I dedicated time to heal. So for those of you guys who don't who don't know, I dedicated 2019 to heal my relationship with food in my body. I joined a program in January on January 31st, 2019, and I dedicated all of 2019 to heal. I gave myself time. I never I never expected myself to be binge free by X date. I never gave myself a timeline. I never rushed the journey. I think for so many people, it's like, but I'm not seeing results yet. It's not working. Or like, 
people are getting faster results or whatever. And it's like, I knew that I was going to conquer binge eating. Like there was just something deep down inside of me that was like, I know that I'm meant for more. Like right now it feels like I'm the hopeless case and there's not a way out. But then there was also a part of me that was like, you're, you're going to conquer. Like you're also meant to live a really good life as well too. So I, I, I led with that feeling and I dedicated time. I spent time. I watched the, the modules that my, my coach gave me. I watched the replays. I dedicated time. I set some time aside for a morning routine to do my meditation, to do my breath work, to do my brain-based techniques. Like I dedicated time. If you want to change, if you want to do things differently, if you want a different result, you have to be willing to do things differently. And that's not going to take a quick fix. It's not going to take a day or a week. It's going to take time. So for me, like I didn't give myself timelines. I was just like every single day, I'm going to take dedicate time to heal. I'm going to de- dedicate time for myself. I'm going to dedicate time. And this is such a huge aspect of why I am binge free today is because I took that time. I didn't, I didn't stress out of like, okay, Lorna, you have four weeks. You better be binge free. It was honestly never like that. I never gave myself a timeline because I just knew like, eventually one day I'm going to conquer because the other option is to continue binging and restricting. And like, that's not an option. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, for me, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So my only other option was to continue working on myself. And I'm not going to just give up like that. Like I'm going to find a way. So I kept going and I kept going and I kept going. The other thing that I did as well too was I practiced brain my brain-based techniques every single day. You guys know that I'm the queen of rewiring the brain. You guys know my process, the root and rewire process where I help my clients get to the root of binge eating and rewire their brain so they no longer feel the urge to binge. And I practiced these brain-based techniques every single day. Not just when like it was a good day or you know, not just when I felt good. It's like I was so consistent. When I say that I was all in, I really meant it. I was all in. I showed up for myself. I committed time and energy. I I utilized the tools. I didn't just learn the information. I really practiced implementing the information because the implementation of the tools is what's going to actually change your life. Knowledge is important. Knowing what to do is very important. But there's a whole other next step, which is like, I need to apply the information that I'm learning. So that was me. I went all in. When I said I went all in, when I healed my relationship with food, I hired a coach. I dedicated time. I utilized the tools. I prioritized my relationship with food over the way that I looked, right? Like I was willing to do things differently because what I was doing up until that point clearly did not give me the result. I was still binging. I was still restricting. So I'm like, if I want a different result, I don't want to binge anymore. I don't want to be obsessed with food anymore. I don't want to be thinking about food from the time that my eyeballs open in the morning until the time that my head hits the pillow at night. I don't want to be thinking about food all day. I don't want to be obsessed with the number on the scale. I don't want that damn number to determine my mood for the day. I don't want to have to have these urges where I feel like food controls me. So if I wanted a different result, I was willing to do things differently. I was willing to dedicate time. I was willing to be committed to trusting the process. And this is very important. This is very important because 
I truly believe you guys, like, I truly believe all of you guys can conquer binge eating. I truly believe it. I truly believe every single person can. Do I believe every single person will? I don't know. Are you willing to put in the time? Are you willing to put in the effort? Are you willing to really prioritize your relationship with food? Are you willing to do things differently? Are you willing to change your mindset? Are you willing to change the way that you speak to yourself? Are you willing to change your thoughts? I was willing. Does not This does not mean I was perfect. Man, oh man, I was not perfect on my journey. There were many days where I wanted to cry and I did and I felt like the fit, I felt like a failure. I felt hopeless. Like there were many times where I felt that way. I don't want you guys to think like, oh, everything was just rainbows and butterflies. No. But at the same time, I had a coach. I had a group that supported me. They were like my cheerleaders. So find this, but also, are you willing to change? Are you willing to do things differently? I will always say this. If you want a different result, you have to be willing to do things differently. It's just the way that it is. And it doesn't have to feel scary. It doesn't have to feel hard. Like, oh my God, I got to change my whole life around. No, it's just like little things, right? Like, okay, normally I would eat a chocolate and beat myself up. Okay, well, I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to remind myself that I'm trying to do things differently. So I am allowed to have this chocolate. Yes, I might feel guilty because, man, I've literally been told that I should feel bad every single time that I should, I'm eating chocolate. So it's okay if I feel bad. It's okay if I feel guilty. I'm not going to beat myself up about it. But I can choose to speak to myself in a different way. Instead of telling myself I'm a failure, I can just say, you know, I'm learning to trust myself with this food. After a binge, instead of saying, oh, you're such an idiot, it's like, hey, it's okay. I know this is part of the journey. You're learning tools. We've got to be patient. Like the way that you speak to yourself can literally change the entire trajectory of your recovery journey of you becoming binge free. There's no timelines. There's no like, oh, you got to be binge free by, you know, eight weeks. There's no pressure. It's just like for me, I was so dedicated every single day to just becoming the best version of myself, of learning the tools and implementing the tools. And I knew, I just knew that if I dedicated the time, I was going to conquer eventually one day. I I was, it was inevitable. And I know that to be true because it happened for me, but I see this with all the clients that I work with. The clients that come in and work with me and they don't have this pressure of like, I need to be binge free by, you know, five weeks or whatever. It's like, they just know that they're, they're in support. They're utilizing the tools. It's like, everything is going to add up. And what you do today is going to impact you tomorrow. And what you've done all of last week is helping you this week. Like everything is really adding up. So these are some really important things to consider. Like I just focused on becoming the best version of me every single day. And I got here binge free. So I just hope you guys found this so incredibly helpful and you guys can implement these things today, like right now. And that could be a massive shift for you in the reason why you also become binge free. Hi, Jelly. Hello, you guys. What is going on? Do we have any questions for me? I hope you guys found this helpful. I just know all of you guys, all of you guys are going to conquer binge eating. It just, it takes time. It takes patience. And actually one of my clients, she said to me, she said, I'm, 
I'm judging myself for having this problem. I am judging myself for having this problem. I said, I said to her, I was like, don't judge yourself. You didn't wake up one day and you're like, you didn't decide to have binge eating. You didn't decide that. It's not your fault. But if you judge yourself, like that's not going to be helpful. So let's remind ourselves that I'm on a healing journey. And I told her, I said, listen, you're one step ahead of so many people. You reached out to me. You got support. You're in a coaching container. Like you're in good hands. But if we're judging ourselves, like, oh, why do I have this binge eating problem? Like, what's wrong with me? Like, I'm broken. It's going to be so hard to heal. It is going to be so hard to heal, right? So some things to think about. I love what you are saying. Yay. Thank you. I'm so glad. Can you see my question, Christy? No, I cannot see your question. Do you have a question? Um, so yeah, this is what I want to say, you guys. Like, It's so important to trust the journey. It's so important to really give your all and be committed. And what being committed looks like for me might be different for you. Um, but you have to find your version. Like, You have to find what, what being committed looks like for you. What, what, what really prioritizing your, your relationship with food looks like for you, right? Um, were you overweight as a result of your eating? So I definitely like I was, I have been every single size. I got to a point where I was literally 80 pounds at one point, And then I put on, put on weight. And then I was more like 20 pounds heavier than my normal weight. So I definitely have, I definitely put on weight as a result of my binging and restricting. Absolutely. Um, and what I will say is like, it's so interesting because most people are like, I need to focus on weight loss first before healing my relationship with food. But my, my journey was when I focus on my relationship with food, my weight naturally settled into a healthier place. When I was so fo and ironically, when I was so focused on my weight, my weight was like, I was heavier because I was restricting. And then I was binging on thousands of calories so my weight was actually heavier when I was focusing more on my weight than when I actually stopped focusing on my weight and I healed my relationship with food in my body. And now I'm at like a very healthy weight and I don't track my food. I don't weigh my food. I don't, I don't even weigh myself. I actually don't even have a scale. It's so interesting. I'm going for um, a doctor's appointment right after this. And so funny, they like called me. They're like, oh, rem remember for your appointment and like, we're going to weigh you. And I'm like, it's so crazy how people determine health. Anyway, side note. Um, but I'm like, I actually don't even know how much I weigh. I don't, I don't remember the last time I stepped on the scale. So, um, oh, you're so welcome, Christy. Thanks for being here. Um, but yeah, my, my body definitely did fluctuate. Like I, I lost weight and I gained weight and I lost weight and I gained weight. And also that is also very hard on the body. Like when you are restricting and binging and restricting and binging, like that is so hard on your body, your metabolism. Um, so what I found is like when I was in that cycle, it's like my my weight fluctuated like every single month. And now I've pretty much been like the same weight again. I haven't weighed myself. Um, I haven't weighed myself, but I just feel so good. Like my body is at a very healthy weight where I'm able to like move my body and do things and you know, I feel really good in my body. 
Um, and I don't focus on the number on the scale or weighing my food. So just something to like, you know, for you to look forward to as well too. I am very overweight and binging and that's okay, right? Remember, binge eating is not a look. Binge eating is not a look. I've, I've helped, I've had clients who were 100 pounds overweight. I've had clients who were, you know, at a weight where maybe they felt like okay in, but they were still binging. Binge eating is not a look. It's not classified by, oh, this person's overweight, they binge. This person's underweight, so they must not binge. It's not that. Binge eating is a feeling. It's this out-of-body experience. It's, it's what's going on up, up in our mind. I'll never forget this one time where I was actually um, very fit and healthy, and I was a personal trainer, and I was binge eating. And everyone would look at me like, oh, you're so fit. Like, you're so healthy. Like, you know, you definitely don't struggle. And I would tell them, even my doctor, like, I am binging. Like I am eating so much and you're just not taken seriously. So people who unfortunately are in smaller bodies aren't taken seriously. And then unfortunately people who are in a larger body, people just assume, oh, they must have a food problem, but it's not even about that. It's not even about that, right? So all things to take into consideration, but thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you guys found this. So incredibly happened. Yes, it happens to so many people. Unfortunately, it's like, you know, people just assume things. People just assume things. Based you were off interested of the way in that body, body image looks, boost. You, you guys, when I was body at my image smallest boost. weight, that's when I was also struggling the most mentally. Like I hated my body when I was in a smaller body. I was binging every single day. I was obsessed with calories and food and my body and weighing my food and tracking my food and measuring it and food was all I thought about and people can look at me like oh you're so fit you're so motivating and I'm like yeah if you only freaking knew what goes on behind the scenes like you would think twice about me like you don't know what what goes on behind the scenes and that's something else to think about as well too like it's really easy to compare yourself it's really easy to compare yourself and be like Look at her. She looks so fit and she looks so healthy, but you don't know if it what she does behind closed doors. Like you don't know what she does. You don't know. Right? Um, Crazy says, yes, I'm in the circle of eating well all day. Then the problem is evening. This is so common. This is so common. And Christy, I actually have a program called Break the Late Night Binge. And yeah, all of you guys are re resonating with this. So I've actually created a program, Break the Late Night Binge, that is literally designed to help you regain control with food at night. Because I was the same. I would do so good all day, like no problem. And then as soon as the evening came, that's when I would binge. That's when I would turn to food. Even if I wasn't hungry, it was like just this habit. Sitting, sitting, watching TV, I have to eat something. I'm not even hungry. Yeah, but I need something. And there's so many factors that goes into nighttime eating, whether you're filling a void, whether it's like you're seeing food as a reward, like, oh, I worked so hard today, or it was a stressful day, I need to self-soothe. Like there's so many reasons why people binge and turn to food in the evening. But if any of you guys are interested in that program, Break the Late Night Binge, um, you can DM me, um, Late Night Binge, message me on my Instagram, Late Night Binge, and I'll send you more details because this has transformed my life. Um, I used to be a chronic nighttime eater and I haven't binged in, in three years and especially in the evening. Like that's something when I literally used to binge every single night, every single night. 
And I, I, I would love to support you guys with that as well, too. It is so incredibly common. And you also have to understand like the way that the brain works. When you wake up first thing in the morning, your brain is most fresh. Yes, the program is online. So it doesn't matter where you are in the world, you can still join. I have clients in the UK, Australia, um, Italy, Europe, all the things. Um, so when you wake up first thing in the morning, your brain is most fresh. It is most susceptible to change. So in the morning, you're like, I'm going to do so good today. I'm not going to binge at night. I'm going to have a good evening routine. I'm going to go to bed early. Like you have all these like good intentions. And then as you make decisions, as your day goes on, it's like your decision-making power fatigues as the day goes on. So come the evening and you're trying to rely on willpower and you're trying to rely on motivation, but your brain has fatigued as the day goes on. So your brain reverts to what's easiest and what's most familiar aka binging, aka overeating, aka turning to sweets, aka turning to food to self-soothe. And this is why it's so important to reprogram the brain and understand how to work in sync with your brain so that you can stop the nighttime eating. We have to create a pattern interrupt. We have to work in sync with our mind. So just something to think about. I obviously I, I talk um a lot deeper into you know, the brain and specific brain-based techniques in my program, Break the Late Night Binge, but you can just message me on my Instagram and um, we can go from there. So thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you guys found this helpful. Um, message me on my Instagram if you guys um, are interested in that program or any of that stuff. So thank you guys and we'll see you soon. Bye.